So I think it's important to understand that professional traders still get the same emotions as newer traders. The difference is we don't act on them because we know how drastic the consequences will be. Gartley failed. Now we need to reverse. And please take my Euro Yen with you. <laughs> please. Please take my Euro Yen with you. Please. Yeah, suffering, man. Six. Six pips away. What's worse is now that it's 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 venturing up. They gotta, you gotta roll. I mean, our stops, targets have already rolled enough. This is, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be like a, it's gonna be a break-even trade essentially by the time it's said and done. Yeah, he told me this. I mean, what can I do about it though? I can't, can't roll my stops, man. That's breaking the rules. Can't just do something because I feel like it. That's not gonna be good for long-term success. Right, then I got to write down a bad trade. Right, and I'd rather have a losing trade than a bad trade. So my number, my number one priority is eliminate bad trades. If I start taking bad trades, I, I I've been down that path before. I know exactly how it ends. Ends with a lot of red in my in my statement. A lot of red numbers in my statement. So. Don't get me wrong. I would love to roll stops to break even on every losing trade before it happens. <laughs> I would love to take targets off early at six when, when it got six pips uh, within my uh, six pips before my my target area. I would love to do that. In fact, I wanted to do it. We were watching this what yesterday. It was like I think uh, like one o'clock, twelve o'clock, one o'clock somewhere in my area noon. I was eating lunch watching it. And I was like, man, what if I spill some ketchup on the keyboard and I clean it up? And while cleaning it up, I accidentally push the exit button and close the trade out. Would that count? And then I'm, I'm having this conversation. Well, Keel, you're, you're telling me, right? You're, you're just confessing the murder right now. So, yes, it is premeditated. Ah, so it can't still be an accident if I plan it out? No. Ah, then I got away from the charts. <laughs> But I, yeah, I look, I, I still get the same temptations that you guys do. I'm not stupid, right? I still get the I, I, I am a, I am mostly, partially, somewhat a human being, just like the most, the rest of you. So I still get the same temptations to, to bail early because I like my money. The differences in, in my years of trading, the pain of. I, I know what the result of doing so consistently is. And I know that as soon as you put a little crack in that armor, it, it, it makes it a lot easier, right? As soon as I do it on this trade, right? I exit early. I exit early and I see the trade rally back out. It stops me up. And what do I tell myself? Oh, glad I did that, Akil. I just saved myself some money, 
right? Because not only did I make it, it's only it would only have been like what I think like thirty something pips now of profit since it got reduced so much. Not only did I make thirty something pips of profit, right? But I saved myself eighty something pips of risk. And then I feel good about that. And the next trade comes. The next trade gets a little scary, right? Because very rarely is a trade that just goes directly in your direction with no pain. Next trade gets a little scary. And what do you think I do there? I'm like, okay, well, last time it worked. So let's do it again. And then it becomes a habit. Then it becomes a habit of self-sabotage. And now all of a sudden, I'm, I'm taking all targets early. My risk reward is skewed. I'm stopping trades out early, not giving them a chance to win. And I'm killing, I'm killing my expectancy, looking at my numbers, and I'm wondering why I'm not where I need to be. Yep. And and it, you go, you go right back into that boat. It's like, it's like I've never been an addict of everything, of anything aside from like being awesome. But it's the same thing, like uh, you know, maybe someone who's addicted and they they kind of, you know, um, they they get they they fall off the wagon. Is that what it's called? Right where. They say like, uh, you know, if you're if you're an alcoholic, right, you're not supposed to be in bars or around any drinks. So it's the same thing. Imagine like I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm with my friend. My friend's like, uh, yeah, let's just head into the bar real quick. I go into the bar and then I'm, I'm in that moment. I'm like, ah, I'll just have one, right? One drink doesn't hurt, right? One, one drink doesn't do anything, right? But all of a sudden that one opens up the excuse for two. Three, four, five, six, and all of a sudden, boom. Boom, boom, boom. You're back where you started, and that's a bad place. And I was in a bad place, trust me. Really bad place. I was at a place where I was about to quit trading. Like, I didn't want to admit it to myself because I'm, I'm usually pretty, uh, I'm, not, I'm not overconfident, but because of sports, I, I, I have the ability to tell myself what I need to hear to keep myself motivated. But, like, Although I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this, Akil. We're going to win this game, right? Even though I'm down by like 30 points with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's my mentality, right? I could be down 100 points with a minute left, and then there's like, I'm going to win. <laughs> I'm going to win. I don't know how we're going to score 100 points in two minutes, but like, let's do it, right? That's tip, that's my my athletic mentality, right? Um, but the reality was like, man, like this is over for me. I started dusting off the resume, I started getting, I started getting back when I forgot the the job site at the time, but the job site where you upload your resume and and, and blah 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 blah, um, and then I was like, let's try this one thing of like you know, stop making mistakes, and it ended up working, kind of the, the last ditch effort. But you guys have seen the graphic. They they often say right, success comes after the the dip, right? The dip is the darkest point in your career, or in your journey. The dip is the 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 it's the 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 final test. I guess some will say that we're you you experience the worst to really see if you're worthy enough of experiencing the good. So I was at that dip and like many people in that dip, you're at rock bottom and you just want to quit. And luckily I, did, I didn't quit during the dip. Um, I dug out of it and ended up being su successful and it hasn't been, I haven't been there since. I mean, obviously there's, there's ups and downs, right? But you haven't, you know, that was kind of the last test, right? The dip. Um, getting out of it, it's tough, but it, it, it's doable. And you're much more powerful once you do, right? Your arm muscles are strong from climbing out of that hole. Um, but it also makes it so scary, right, that you never want to go back. Like, you never want to go back to that dark, dark place. 
And that's the biggest motivating factor is you know what rock bottom feels like. And the pain of going back to rock bottom is, is not worth the pleasure of uh, taking an early target. So I feel it. I want to be on the bar. I want to take a sip. I want to indulge in the libation. <laughs> but I know it will end bad. I'll be dancing on top of the bar, Coyote Ugly, right? And I'll be back in a very bad place. So I don't. So I don't. But that's the whole process. It's very tough to switch the mindset. A lot, a lot of people ask that question. How do, you, how do you switch the mindset from we always talk about process over outcome, process over outcome? Well, it's very, very hard to do. How do you do it? It takes a long time. But it, it takes, it, it's, it's you know, old Tony Robbins stuff. It, it, takes, it takes switching what brings you pain and what brings you pleasure. That's the main thing. Where I am so afraid of breaking my rules that taking a loss or missing out on profit does not even bother me. That's where the, that's where the change is made. I am so afraid of the outcome of, of switching, of breaking my rules. Right? That is the number one fear that is it painful to just to, to, to not take profits early? Yeah, I like money. Is it painful to get really, really close to a profit target and then see the market turn around and stop you out and you lose money? Hell yeah, I don't like that. But this is a one-time thing. This is one trade. One trade doesn't make me or break me, right? One trade won't determine my, my career. It won't make or break my year. It is, it is, you guys have seen my equity curve. One trade is a little blip. It's a little notch on the equity curve, right? If I take a loss, this is a less than a 1% loss. Or this one would be about a 1%, 1% loss, maybe 1.3, something like that, right? Not a big deal. Minimum pain. What comes of breaking my rules? Ooh, that's trouble. That's extremely painful. That's what I want to avoid. Dad dancing on bar. Yay, yay. <laughs>guys enjoyed the show as always if you did do me a favor leave me a rating and a review that's the best way you can support also if you're in need of some more free educational content especially you newer and struggling traders make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com click that button that says give me free stuff and take advantage trust me it's free and it's going to make you a better trader so why not do it all right i'll see you guys next episode until then plan your trade trade your plan take care